This is a special edition of Late Night Health. I'm Mark Allen. We're going to go to Hawaii. We're going to spend some time with uh, a friend of ours. He's uh, been on the show before, uh, Dr. Jacob Teitelbaum, a board-certified internist. Uh, he's one of the most frequently quoted integrative medical authorities in the world. He's written more books than we have time to talk about. Uh, but we're going to talk right now. Let's start with our COVID-19, and then Dr. Teitelbaum will be back uh, uh, very soon, and we'll talk about uh, fibromyalgia, uh, which is one of his specialties. Uh, nice seeing you again, Dr. Uh, Teitelbaum. Mark, always a pleasure to be with you and with the gang. So uh, for those of you out there worried about the COVID-19, we're going to talk today about how most of you can just kind of sail through it and do really, really well. It doesn't have to be difficult or scary. And that's the, that's the thing. We, we've done some uh, uh, interviews on how to reduce stress now because of this. It's a pandemic. I don't know what they're doing in markets uh, right now in Hawaii, where you're based. But here on the mainland, at least in Southern California, uh, they're passing out gloves, masks. They are hosing down the, the carts before you get them. Um, they're limiting the number of people in the stores. Mm -hmm. Is this all a good idea, a good practice, doctor? I think for now, it's very, very prudent. The whole social distancing, if you see a store that's wiping down and disinfecting the handles of your shopping cart, go there. They care about you and you want, they want you to live through this thing. So, you know, it's just some common sense things. When you're out and about, you know, generally hang out at home. When you are out and about though, um, and there's times it's fine. In other words, people say, can I go for my walks? Of course, go for your walks. That's a really healthy thing to do. Um, just keep social distancing. If you're passing somebody, keep a couple feet between you. I mean, you're walking within six feet of them, the virus isn't gonna jump on you, but you don't want them to cough on you. So just reasonable social distancing. In Hawaii, we tend to be huggers instead of doing the Hawaii shaka now, that's the thing. It's all good. So you can be out and around in those ways. Just don't congregate. Um, and I, I have to say that I was out, on, out for a walk the other day and in, in walking, um, yeah, I saw people in my neighborhood and they would smile, they would wave hi, and mm -hmm. I'd walk around them, they'd walk around me. Yep. If nothing else, mm -hmm. the, the, there's a positive side of COVID-19. Mm -hmm. People are, are being helpful in front of Yes, they're being more gracious to each other, and that's what we're seeing here as well. So here's the thing to remember when you're out and about. If you're going to touch something that other people have touched, you may pick up the virus from that, and then it goes to your mouth, and you know, hoop, there it is, as they said a long, long time ago. Um, but the so don't touch stuff if you're walking. You know, if you're having doorknobs or door handles or things like that, take a paper towel or something with you, uh, or I have a little alcohol wipe, so I just wipe it down and use those to touch things. Uh, ATM terminals, credit card terminals. I just use a little alcohol swab. You can just have some tissues with you or a paper towel and just touch it with that and toss the paper towel. So don't touch stuff that other people are touching. And for the little things that you are going to touch, you're picking up a can in a supermarket or whatever, um, 
avoid hand to face. That's the main reason for the mask. Um, and also so you don't cough on others. So it's funny when you see somebody wearing a mask or when you're wearing a mask, kind of like they're saying, I know the mask doesn't help me. So I'm wearing the mask to say, I love you. I don't want to give it to you. Um, but what a when good, you, good approach. Oh, I like that a lot. Yeah. And, and then when you come home, just before you touch much in the house, just wash your hands, you know, put away the groceries, throw away the bags and everything that you touched in the outside world, including food containers for carry out. Um, put on a plate, wash your hands, and now you're keeping your house COVID free and relax and enjoy. So just simple common sense. It doesn't need to be, oh, you know, my God kind of stuff. Um, but, you know, but that you've heard about. But here are simple things you can do uh, that'll make one to realize perspective. The media is wonderful at scaring people to death. So you watch 24 seven. That's their job. If you think that it's the truth, I've got a bridge in Brooklyn to sell you. It's not. It's a dramatization. It's a fiction. It's been that way for hundreds of years. You know, how did Mark Twain say, uh, you know, that if you don't read the news, you're uninformed. But if you do read the news, you're misinformed. And Jefferson had, was less gracious than that. So right. they're meant, they have the job to do. It's not to inform you. If, if a dog bites a man, that's not news. Any news editor will tell you that. Man bites dog. Uh -huh. news. So you're going to think reading the news that men are running around everywhere <laughs> to the dogs. No. So. Is COVID a concern? Of course it is. But let's put it in perspective. You have far more people killed each year from malaria than from COVID. In even the now States, in the 21st century? Even now in the 21st century, by far. Um, you will have about twice as many people to four times as many people die from hepatitis in the United States this year than from COVID. Um, you know, heart attacks will be about three, four times as many. So what about the general flu, regular I'm calling it regular flu. 60 to 80,000 deaths last year. So we're looking at 100,000 to maybe 200,000. So it's not that much more severe. So the question is, why are we on lockdown? Well, because this flu has a thing. Most people do fine. 80% of people, it's just this mild crud, no, no worse than a regular flu. But for a small percent of people, it attacks the lungs, so the lungs shut down. And that requires intensive care unit and ventilator. You don't see that uh, with the regular flu. So the regular flu becomes a different thing. And it, where the person dies, but they don't land up taking up an intensive care unit bed and a ventilator. So the lockdown is to avoid overwhelming the hospitals. Right. As, a, as an integrative physician, you, you blend uh, allopathic and alternative health. So um, in, in, in our previous discussions, you start with natural things, and if they don't work, then you move to penicillin. I'll, I'll go, just use that as an example. I go, I'll go with the penicillin first if it's the best choice. You know, if somebody has Got pneumonia, I'm, I'm going to give them the vitamin C and all kind of, the kind of nutrients to help, but I'm putting them on the antibiotic right away. For many things, though, if they have high blood pressure, I'm going to go naturally first. Uh, for diabetes, I'm going to go naturally first. So it's it's not a matter. I, I like natural because it's safer and, and usually more effective than medications. But I'm going to use whatever the best, safest tool is for the job, as opposed to what most doctors are trained to do, which is to use what's most profitable for the drug companies. They don't realize that 
most of our physician education is how to New England Journal of Medicine editor put it. Oh, slick advertising masquerading as science. Right. Uh, but virtually all of our continuing medical education. So anyway, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I but got like, that. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm curious, though. You said that 80% of the people who get it, yeah, and they It'll may not even know they get it. Then I mean, they may go, Man, many don't, <laughs> and that's many, it. Many don't know they have it. Many, it's very mild. Sometimes it's like a bad flu, but for eighty percent, it's just no big deal. And you know, so I would treat this kind of like the regular flu, but with a little more caution. And let's go through some things you can do that will really help your immune system, keep you safer, and keep you in that eighty percent. Okay. Put very simply. Number one critical thing, zinc is poison to this virus. If you have a zinc lodgings in your mouth, you can get high enough concentrations that if you happen to get some other virus in, there's a good chance it will kill it before it ever gets into your body beyond that. So when I'm out and about, I have these little uh, zinc lodgings. I pop one in my mouth and I have that when I'm around uh, other people. I have a question about zinc. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it can affect smell and it can affect taste, especially. Mm-hmm. And I eat because I like to taste the food. We were talking about that before we started. I miss some food, but yeah. with I'm taking zinc, I, if I take it for too long, especially, it, it can last for weeks. Is there anything I can do about that? Lower the dose. In most people, it's inadequate zinc. It's zinc deficiency that affects the smell and taste. In fact, if somebody comes, they say they're losing their smell and taste. Well, now you think it's a coronavirus, but um, huh, yeah. But the in general, it's zinc deficiency that causes that. Now, if you're finding that you're getting the zinc and you do that, then then lower the dose because that's that's very unusual. It's usually the other way around. Uh, that low zinc causes loss of smell and taste. And and of course, I guess you could be tested for zinc. You can't be. Oh, you can be, but they're garbage. It's not necessary. <laughs> they're not reliable. All right. I didn't, I didn't want to uh, interrupt, but I know that a lot of people have that problem. The other thing with yeah. zinc, uh, it can upset my tummy because I am a very sensitive person, as everybody knows. So here's the thing. Start with a multivitamin. There's a wonderful multivitamin that I use that is, I designed that. My royalties go to charity. Um, it's called the Energy revitalization system vitamin powder one drink and it's not expensive and it replaces literally 50 pills a day and i'll give you the challenge for the viewers if you can go ahead and figure out how to get what's in that one drink in less than 35 to 50 pills a day i'll give you a free bottle nobody's done it ever (laughs) and i've been i lecture to phd nutritionists and all the rest frequently most people like take 60 70 pills to get what's in it it. and the name of that is the energy revitalization system vitamin powder. You can get it at endfatigue.com. So E and like Nancy, D like David, and then the word fatigue.com. Um, and that's what I take each morning. I take that and I take a scoop of shine ribose and uh, a rhodiola ashwagandha mixer. That's kind of my energy thing. But for getting your immune system really strong, uh, I, I usually, for the multi, it has 15 milligrams of vitamin D, I mean, 1,000 units of vitamin D, 15 milligrams of zinc, 500 milligrams of the vitamin C, and some vitamin E and vitamin A. So those are the five biggies in keeping viruses at bay. 
and optimizing your immune system. So for everybody now, I recommend the energy revitalization system vitamin powder and just for everyday health, people find that they just feel fantastic. They feel so much better on it. Uh, and for the coronavirus, I recommend adding another, so you're getting a total of five zero, 15 milligrams of zinc a day for one month. For those of you with sensitive stomachs or your taste goes, just lower the dose. Even what's in the vitamin powder will be enough in those cases. I've never seen that affect people's taste. Um, and, you know, it's strong nutrition, so some people get gas or stuff, in which case it's cut the dose to half, half a scoop a day. Um, but that's a really simple way to begin. Uh, those simple nutrients um, really will not just turbocharge energy and often help pain go away. Um, but often, uh, but also optimizes immune function. Um, other, other, other uh, supplements or anything else? What about exercise? Well, exercise is good. That's why we're saying go out for walks in the sunshine. You know, so that's a very healthy thing. Um, Andrographis has not been tested that I've seen specifically for COVID-19, but I think it's just a good overall immune booster. So I go with the Andrographis, uh, the 200 milligrams to 400 milligrams, not twice a day. Um, and we have that on our website. That's easy to find anywhere. Um, so what again, about oil of oregano? No, that's more bacterial. I'm okay. not impressed with that. And if, and if you really love the taste of oregano, <laughs> and, you know, because I, I find when I take oregano oil in the past, you know, I'm glad I like Italian food because I am burping up and tasting oregano all day. Yes, so, that does happen. <laughs> yeah. does so, happen. so mostly I, I go with these elderberry. Again, there's been, because of the cytokine storm issue and the rest, I personally am taking elderberry. Right now, I take the 300 milligrams a day. But the key thing is the zinc. Zinc, 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 plus some vitamin C. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. Now how, much C, how much C a day? 500 milligrams a day. And at first sign of viral infections, I bump it up to 500 to 1,000 milligrams four times a day. I'll take the, I have people take 50 milligrams of zinc for one month. And then I go ahead and have them drop to the 15 that's in the vitamin powder. Um, and then at first sign of viral infection, I will take it back up to the 50 for the next month. Now, the other two key things, there's a triad uh, when people get symptoms. If they get the cough, they get the shortness of breath, they get the fever, even the nausea, the diarrhea. Um, most people tend to start about 60% 50 with the achiness, headache, achiness. That's also a symptom that it's maybe coming. Um, I, right now, you, most of you have heard the controversy about the uh, malaria medicine, uh, hydroxychloroquine or Plaquenil right. combined with Sithermax. And again, I don't, you know, I, I abhor this the virus being politicized. This is a time mm -hmm. for us to drop the politics and come together and use common sense and science. Right. And it kind of blows my mind that right now, you know, I find myself agreeing with the president on a medical issue over the head of the NIH, Dr. Fossey. Um, Dr. Fossey is saying, well, there's no evidence. No, his definition of no evidence, this is a key to understand. His definition of no evidence means we don't have large, double-blind, randomized, placebo-controlled studies of thousands of people. Right. So anything less than that is no evidence. So if he was, if we're on a boat out of, you know, out on the bay, and it started taking on water, and they were handing out life jackets, he was saying, 
there's no evidence that life jackets and life preservers help. There's, we have to wait and do two months, three months to randomize double line studies. We'll don't put on the stupid life jackets. They're unscientific. There's no evidence. That's exactly what's going on here. It's, so it's, you're, are you saying that the, I mean, are they using the, the malaria vaccine as a... Not vaccine, medication. Medication uh, to, for somebody who has COVID-19, mm -hmm. a serious case of it, rather, uh, it's not a preventive. Well, there's some evidence that it may act as a preventive, and there's a large body of scientific data showing that it, it works. Now, the data is suggesting that it works best if it's used early, just like any infection. You know, if you have pneumonia, you want to go to the antibiotics early, not when the person's on the ventilator. That's not when you want to start. Right. So the same with this. And there are over a thousand uh, cases now in case series and published studies showing that it decreases the time of being contagious from uh, 22 to 40 days without the treatment to three to five days with the treatment, uh, wow. which is massive if we're looking at coming off of lockdown at some point. Um, and it suggests that it makes the illness much, much milder. So to me, um, it's the pharmacies are sold out now, but that's okay. They will be back uh, in stock probably within a few weeks. Um, and the to me, that's a no-brainer. If I have somebody I'm treating and they are starting to have symptoms and they can get the Plaquenil and the Zithromax, and a number of my patients already have it, the people I treat, because this is something that I've been talking about for weeks now, um, then they should start. And the dose that I use is Plaquenil, 200 milligrams, two tablets twice a day the first day, and then one twice a day for five days. Um, main those side effects. Those are the, those are the, the the medications that we're we're talking about. These are the medications. So if your doctor will prescribe it, but again, for the next few weeks it may be hard to get. But then the pharmacy should be having it back in. I will add Zithromax, one Z pack. Just follow label directions. To me, this is a no-brainer. Now you may have heard in the media, well, it's going to make you go blind. Anybody in the media who is saying that, <laughs> this is wonderful that they're saying this. Because it will tell you right away that whoever is saying this cares nothing about you or the truth. Okay? Very simply, the vision problems that you hear over and over, and I don't care if they're respected media. I don't respect them anymore if they do that. There are over 10 million people who have taken these short-term doses for malaria. You know how many cases of vision loss they've seen in those 10 million cases? No. Zero. Zero. Got it. It's only when people are taking it for at least two years and usually over five years continuously. That's the only time that a small percent get vision loss. Same with the cardiomyopathy and heart issues with the Plaquenil. Over 10 million cases where they've monitored and looked, you know how many had the abnormal heart rhythms and heart problems? Zero. Zero again. Interesting. Okay. Where with ibuprofen, you know how many people die in the United States from heart disease, from ibuprofen each year? Thousands. 30,000 plus. So just to put a little perspective here. Now, so when the media is telling you this, it's one thing if they're making it blah, just to get you so you can right. watch and they can sell advertising. But they're, when they're willing to risk your life by misinforming you, I would simply call them and say, you know, I've decided not to watch you anymore. There have been no cases in the scientific literature. This, your misinformation could kill me and my family. And thank you for letting me know I'm not watching you anymore.
So Do you watch the news? No. No. It's 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 you know, as somebody who's worked in the news, it's yeah. it's becoming more difficult. Um it's a fiction. It's it, it just it, it just is uh, uh, more difficult. We have done, we were going to do 10 minutes on COVID. We've already done 25. Let's, let's so what we're going to do is we're going to take, we're going to stop. And uh, Dr. Teitelbaum is going to come back and we're going to do a program on uh, fibromyalgia and, uh, and fatigue. Uh, both of those, because he, uh, you're, you're a specialist in, in, in that area as well. All right, I'm Mark Allen. This is Late Night Health. Join us at LateNightHealth.com, and you can also visit us on all the social media, or most of them anyway, Twitter, um, uh, Twitter, uh, what's another one, Facebook, and do you have something for memory on social media? There's all that we're we're on all of it and also on the vector mega for your fish oil <laughs> yeah got it i need i didn't take mine today and the other is uh, uh podcasting networks like uh apple Podcasts, google play and and those so all right uh i'm mark allen along with dr uh Teitelbaum. we'll be back in just a little bit bye bye for now Attention anyone looking for hand sanitizer. Sanitizing your hands and surfaces is one of the best ways to fight COVID-19. The FDA recently published new guidelines for the production of hand sanitizer during this public health emergency. Most commonly used hand sanitizers are not compliant. Here's the good news. You can now get the hand sanitizer you're looking for that meets FDA guidelines to fight COVID-19. Introducing Halo CV, one of the first hand sanitizers available in the U.S. that's formulated specifically for COVID-19 and meets both FDA FDA and CDC guidelines. Get yours now at halocv.com. That's H-A-L-O-C-V.com. Halo CV can be used on all surfaces, such as countertops, doorknobs, and shopping carts, in addition to your hands. Made in the USA, Halo CV is formulated specifically for COVID-19. Be safe, stay home, and sanitize your hands and surfaces with Halo CV. Go to halocv.com, and we'll rush your order to you today. That's halocv.com. H-A-L-O-C-V.com. Go to halocv.com. Com. 